Before we start the show, I want to tell you about Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by John Lee Dumas, available now on the HubSpot Podcast Network. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey. Recent episodes you should check out are How to Multiply Your Business Value with IP Assets, How College Sophomores Turn $20, a Cell Phone, and a Dream into a Cookie Company Valued at Over $500 million. How to live tax-free as an entrepreneur. I think I'm going to go listen to that one myself. If you are looking for tips and strategies to create the business and life you've always dreamed of, then listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Every week on the show, we coach you to build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Today on the podcast, it's all about optimizing your small business for success, especially if you're a startup. I mean, if you're just getting started, you have a great idea, you're just starting to sell some products, you have a big vision, a big dream, what do you need to think about first? I mean, if you've never run a business especially, today I'm talking with Annabelle and Lila Mae Skidmore. Annabelle is a junior going into her senior year in college. Lila May is still in high school, and they are the founders of Granola. It's a company creating gluten-free, healthy granola versions of the snacks we love to indulge in. So what do you need to do to optimize your business, to get the plane off the ground? That's what we're going to talk about today with Annabelle and Lila May Skidmore of Granola. Annabelle and Lila Mae Skidmore, I am so honored to be talking to two of you entrepreneurs. You guys have already started a business, and the business is doing incredibly well. I want you to tell everybody listening about what you're doing. Yeah, so we own a business called Granola, where we make our own homemade granola that is all using gluten-free ingredients. I have a gluten allergy, and so what we do is take sweet treats that people love to indulge in, like birthday cake, cinnamon roll, and just all those goodies, and we turn them into gluten-free granola form. We like to say we granola it. <laughs> that sounds incredible. And so you take the things that people love, the flavors that people love, and you turn it into healthy, gluten-free granola. Exactly. That's right. Okay, how's it go? First of all, how'd you get started playing with the flavor of granola? How did that all get started? So granola is one of our favorite snacks, has been for years. We've eaten it every night before bed for about the past three years. <laughs> and also yeah. we're runners. And so we were looking for a good, um, healthy carb. But Annabelle also has a gluten allergy. And so we needed it to be a gluten-free carb that she could use to fuel to run. And so then we just started playing around with making different flavors of granola. And what was the first flavor? How did it get started in terms of taking granola and making it taste like something else? So our very first flavor was dark chocolate health nut. And that was just yeah. for ourselves. But then we got creative and we wanted to granola a birthday cake. So birthday cake was the first food that we ever granola and it's been our best seller ever since. Yeah. I love it. Let me ask you how it's going. Uh, first of all, how do you package it? How much is in a package and what does it cost retail? So currently, it's going great, first of all. Mm -hmm. We just celebrated our one year, yes. and so that was super exciting. 
But um, we have three different sizes that we are selling. So we have a large bag, which is two cups of granola, a small bag, which is one cup of granola. And then we have a little party favor size bag, which is a third a cup of granola. So from there, we're retailing all those at $8, $4, and then $1.75. And our profit margins are like going into our 61%. So it's 61% of wholesale. I mean, you're, you're selling at wholesale and you're still making 61% at that point? We do sell direct to consumer. So our our website. there are probably more than 60%, but then wholesale would be a little less because we're selling it for closer to cost. Okay. that So you're selling closer to cost wholesale? Yes, sir. And your reason for doing that is brand awareness or what, what's your reason for breaking even on that? We are still making a little bit of money. We are but still profiting. Mainly sure. so we can just get it to stores, get our name out there, sell it as a local good in lots of different places. And right now we are mainly, we've been doing direct to consumer all the way for our first year. So wholesale is something we're new in. Um, but granola.com is where we do all of our direct to consumer sales. Wow. So just granola, add a D and then .com. Well, first of all, congratulations on your success. Absolutely fantastic. Congratulations on your entrepreneurial spunk, your energy. Do you love doing this five, seven years from now? Do you want a $10 million granola company? We dream about yes. it every day. Yes. <laughs> really? You talk about it every day? You love it? We oh, yes. love it. We go on so many walks at night. And What's the biggest dream? I mean, I said $10 million, but what's the big dream? And what do you guys really talk about on your walks at night? I mean, come on, confess. What is it? I would say having our own space, just like our own factory, creating a fun environment just in the kitchen with our employees. Yeah, we yeah. dream of what our workspace will be like. And we just want it to be just such a creative space where every day you show up to work not feeling like, you know, I'm at work, but you're at work, you know, like you are. Here, yeah. Playing fun so, music. <laughs> yeah. Just have so many different opportunities while making granola. Well, let me tell you something. I used to go for walks at night. I had the same dreams and they've all come true. That's exciting. So That's it, is, us. it is really possible. And I believe in the two of you very much. Okay. So let's get down to basics though and talk about, you know, the practical map for getting there. Are you guys familiar? I know my listeners are, but are you familiar with the airplane analogy and how to run your business like an airplane? We are. Yes, sir. Okay, very good. So the cockpit of the airplane, you have a mission statement and your mission statement is going to be, we will accomplish X by X because of X. The first X is three economic priorities, three economic objectives. And so what I want you guys to do is actually sit down and say, okay, in the next 24 months, what are our goals? And I think they should probably be sales goals. You know, we're going to sell X number of units of each, maybe each bag, each size, whatever that is. And we're going to do that. And then you have to start reverse engineering that success because you say, well, that's actually a five times 5x increase. So how are we going to get a 5x increase? Okay. And we can talk a little bit about how you're going to do that here in a second. But that's the first thing that you want to do. Um, the second thing that you want to do is your marketing, which is your right engine. And, and you know, marketing is mostly about messaging, how you talk about your business. There is so much granola out there. I'm wanting the one that tastes the best because I'm telling you, ladies, as you know, it is hit or miss. You can buy two bags of granola and one can taste like cardboard and one can taste like heaven, right? If you had on the side of your bag, healthy granola should taste amazing, right? Because You just say, quote, because healthy granola should taste amazing. That's why we exist, because healthy granola should taste amazing. 
I'm buying that bag. Now, whether I get home and like it or not, that's up to you guys, but I'm buying that bag. So I, I think that's one differentiator. And when people say, okay, why did you guys start this business? You've got to start spreading word. We just really believed that healthy granola should taste amazing. It should actually be, it's not, and then you say, it's not that hard to make healthy gluten-free granola taste amazing. We don't know why nobody else does it. <laughs> and what did you just say? You just said you're better than every competing granola. So, so that's one idea. H how do you feel about having a why, if you will, as Simon Sinek would say, a why behind your business as simple as because we really just believe healthy granola should taste amazing? Do you like that idea? Yes, Sounds we great. do. Sounds because that great. was my issue going into different yeah, and not seeing either they're gluten-free or not, but just getting the ones that taste like cardboard. Like, why can this not taste good for me? <laughs> it can be expensive. So you don't want to pay a bunch of money for something you're not going to like. <laughs> Listen to you guys. You, it's right under your nose. So, so Annabelle, whenever somebody says, why'd you do this? You say, I'm a runner. I needed clean, healthy fuel. I have a gluten allergy and I could not find gluten-free, healthy granola that tasted good. So I made it and now I'm selling it to you. There is no better business story than the story of somebody who overcame a problem and now is selling that solution to the open market. Now, here's the thing. I always tell people, never tell your story. I always invite customers into a story. But here's what we just did. We just invited the customer into the story and tricked them into thinking you were telling your story, didn't we? Because we didn't say, well, I'm in college. My sister's in high school. And you know, we have three cats and we really like them. And I have a crush on this boy. You wouldn't tell you that. All you did was say, here is the problem that you have. We've created a solution. Try the solution. And you repeat it over and over. So that's your differentiator in the market. While the markets may have seen a dip in quarter two venture capital funding, it does not mean your business is destined to plateau. Start scaling now by using any of HubSpot's thousands of in-house crafted integrations for marketing, sales, and service. HubSpot is on a mission to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that's easy to buy, use and scale. Stuck on how to streamline your deals? The Sales Hub helps you close more deals by automating your busy work. Need to automate your social media? The Marketing Hub has everything you need to publish, post, and monitor your social media channels all in one place. And with Service Hub, centralized customer data keeps your support teams all moving in one direction, and that is forward. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. You know, there's one thing that's really clear as I talk to small business owners every week, and that's that they need a plan. They need a plan to follow as they grow their small business. I started my business without a plan and probably, ah, gosh, in the 10 years I've been running a business, I bet I've wasted four of those just chasing down uh, ideas that didn't really help me grow my company. The truth is a plan is actually very, very simple. Uh, there are six frameworks that you need to know. And if you know those six frameworks, you have a plan to grow a small business. You know what you are doing. That's exactly what you get at businessmadesimple.com. You get a plan to optimize revenue and profit. You need email addresses. You need focus on three economic objectives. You need a clear marketing message. You need to invite the customer into a story. That's our sales framework. You need to manage your cash flow so you don't run out. All of that is part of the plan that is available to you 
at businessmadesimple.com. Plus, I host a live stream. You get access to me every month live. You can actually ask me a question. Join thousands and thousands of business owners just like you who have a plan to optimize revenue and profit. If you join Business Made Simple, you will have a plan too. Go to businessmadesimple.com and get your plan. Optimize revenue and profit, and you will not only survive, you will thrive. Go to businessmadesimple.com. And now back to the show. I want to talk about how you get some money in the door uh, in terms of product optimization. Do you have a subscription program? We do. We just started it. So we just switched to a new website. And with that, we added the subscription option. So we're still trying to get that, get energy behind that. But we do offer a subscription. Goals and one of your three economic objectives should be to get 500 people subscribing. And that's going to be at a retail price, not a wholesale price, a retail price. And what that's going to give you is money for overhead because probably your next expense is probably going to be an oven and a place to put that oven, right? So dad's going to have to move all of his stuff out of the garage and you're, you're going to put a giant oven in there. That oven's going to cost you about $5,000 and then you're going to have a bunch of drying racks. But when you have like $2,200 coming in every month on the subscription service, that's just manna from heaven. All right. So we want to be able to figure out a subscription program that gives us passive revenue that covers our overhead. And I think that should be your number one goal is about 500 bags of that a day. It, and, uh, it, and get your story on the side of that. That's going to help. All right. Now I want to get to the part that I'm concerned about because I'm a little concerned. I'm concerned that you're just barely breaking even on your wholesale units. That problem can be fixed when you start uh, producing in mass. So, you know, you, it's all cheaper, you know, to bake X amount of granola costs the same as to bake five times as much. So, you know, you start producing greater volume and your cost per bag of granola actually goes down, the cost of printing those bags. The problem is you start distributing that stuff and now you're hiring friends and you're paying friends and all of a sudden your overhead starts to go through the roof. And God forbid you buy an office and and now you got a lease on that office or whatever. Sometimes success is what kills a business, right? So we got to be really careful about that. Watch your costs, watch your costs, watch your costs. I think we need to raise our prices a little bit. Are you competitive at eight, four and buck seventy five with the other granola in the market? I would say that's pretty well in keeping with the other granola brands. Yes. Okay. I think we can raise our prices by about 10% when we are known as the only one that's healthy and tastes good. That's better value in the marketplace. And I think you can raise it by about 10%. I think that's about all you're going to be able to do. At that point, we got to get costs down. Uh, I wouldn't cut costs on packaging. You know, I wouldn't cut costs on that kind of stuff, but we got to get costs down and, and grow in volume. I, I really think your big opportunity for a long time is actually over-index on retail sales, under-index under on wholesale sales until retail starts driving wholesale. And what I mean by that is when you're doing half a million dollars in business all around the country, now you've got a client base that can wander into a, a Whole Foods and actually buy and recognize your product. Um, but I would, I would really over-index on that. 
The other thing is I would actually, you know, Annabelle, if you spend a little money and you might be able to do this for free and do it yourself, I would talk about gluten-free running. And I would actually try to get interviewed in every running magazine and every running article. I would be known as the fuel for, for a runner who's gluten-free. I mean, if your product, granola, can be known as the fuel for a gluten-free runner, that's a massive, massive market of people. And so I would start doing that. How do you feel about that, Annabelle? Because I know you want to grow a granola company, but how do you feel about becoming known as a runner who created their own granola and the emphasis is on running and you're really helping people become better runners? Oh, I think that would be great. Even um, track students and cross-country athletes at my school purchased the granola because they say, I'm going on a, all right, they are going on the trip that weekend. So they pack up the snack pack and take it with them because they're going to have one before their or after their run. So we're even hitting the runner athlete department in colleges because it's easy for them to get. Got it. Okay. One thing you could do there is you could find out um, if there's a list, a database of track coaches at colleges in America and start sending them emails saying, you need to subscribe to this and always have it in the weight room or whatever uh, so that you can get better results for your clients, for your, for your students, I should say, for your runners. So you're, you're looking for people who have the problem you solve. And the problem you solve, I think it's pretty good. It's, I mean, I think you're going to sell more granola if you're known as the granola to fuel a great run and that tastes good and is healthy than you will with all these wonderful flavors. So you're going to own, you're going to own that market. You're going to own that problem. Love it. That sounds great. Anything else keeping you guys up at night? I think just time management. We're both students. So summer is great because we're together and get to work. But when school hits, it's still only the two of us, but yet we have school. We want to start adding to our team. <laughs> yes. Okay. So two things. You want to manage your time and you want to add to your team. Correct. Okay. Here's how you manage your time. Uh, you get up early and the first 90 minutes of every day are solely focused on the business. You guys are going to get on a Zoom call or a FaceTime, whatever you use. You're going to open your computer. You're going to look at each other from across town, even though you're, you're so close. <laughs> And you're going to say, Lila May, what's your priority today? And Lila May is going to say, I've got to write that story for the packaging that Don told us to do. And Lila May is going to say, what's your, what's your priority today? And Annabelle is going to say, well, I need to write a press release or an op-ed about how this is the best fuel you can possibly get if you're gluten-free and you're a runner. And you say, okay, we've got our priorities. And for 90 minutes, you just work on that. And then you close your computer and you forget about it. You, you, you go back to school, you, you just be the young women that you want to be and all that kind of stuff. You can make tens of millions of dollars if you focus for 90 minutes a day. You really can. You can build a company on that. Okay. In terms of the help that you need, I think both of you, the first hire might just be a virtual assistant for about 10 hours a week. Now, I know you want help in the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. Listen, if anybody will volunteer, you're young enough that your grandparents are probably still a little bit young and your uncle is just so freaking proud of you and all that kind of stuff. You know what? They, they get a bag of $1.75 granola for helping you for five hours. That's what they get. <laughs> and, because, <laughs> and because they're family, it's not illegal. Now, it's going to be illegal here when they're not family. You can't do that. You got to actually pay people. You're going to really call in every favor. 
because businesses are just hard to get off the ground. They are. But a but a virtual assistant is going to do things like they're going to handle your schedule. Uh, they're going to, like, if you've got track practice and you've got a test due, what you want to do is wake up and op- open your Google Calendar and your assistant has told you everything that you've got to do today. Doesn't that sound amazing? Like paradise. Sounds incredible. <laughs> All right. They cost about $1,500 a month, gets you, you know, 10 hours a week. And that assistant can help both of you. And you've got to let the assistant know your priorities. The, the key is here, the creative energy that you have shouldn't be going into figuring out your schedule. It shouldn't be going into picking up your dry cleaning. It shouldn't be going into knowing that you've got dinner with the family this week. It should be going into the business. And so you don't make any money by putting on your Google calendar that you've got a family meeting or a family dinner with the parents this week. You don't make any money doing that. So your assistant should do that. Because what your assistant can't do and what nobody else can do is sit down and write the story that goes on the back of that packaging. The key to succeeding as an entrepreneur is knowing what's worth your time and knowing what's not. So have you guys ever heard of the term opportunity cost? Yes. (laughs) What does opportunity cost mean? You tell me and you tell our listeners. Oh, no. I took AP Macro last year. It's bringing back. (laughs) But I think it's like you have to give up this in order to gain this. That's right. Pretty much. So. Basically, if you have an opportunity to speak at a, and give a keynote for $5,000, you going to take that opportunity? I would take the opportunity, yeah. ladies. It wasn't a trick question. Yeah, $5,000. You need that money. Now, in order to do that, though, you got to give up an opportunity to speak for $50,000. Now, which one are you taking? I would take the $50,000. you are taking the fifty over the five. So the opportunity cost on the five is now $45,000. The opportunity cost on you keeping your Google Calendar is very high because that's time you could be spending writing stories for the back of the packaging or getting a publicist or speaking to magazines about how this is great running fuel. So you always want an algorithm in your head that's just measuring opportunity costs. Okay, well, I think the virtual assistant is your first is your first hire. Um, the second hire is going to be probably some sort of project manager who, when you actually say, look, we've got a double production and get it through through these distribution channels, you just hand that to them and they do it. Your better opportunities are publicity, expanding on new flavors, packaging, branding, being interviewed on as many podcasts as you can, you know, on and on and on. Those are your opportunities. Annabelle, I, I think if you wrote a little free ebook that was really beautifully designed, uh, called Power the Run, how you fuel great athletic performance if you have gluten, if you're gluten free or have food allergies. That can go crazy on the internet, and of course, at the back of that is going to be a bunch of recipes and a recommendation and a coupon to buy your your granola. That is a great opportunity, and managing your schedule is not. I know it sounds crazy, but I, you know it's going to be fun is when some guy goes, "Hey, you know, I really like getting to know you." And- <laughs> I, could I could I buy you a cup of coffee? I'd like to take you on a date. You see, I would love that. I want you to call Cindy. Here's her number, <laughs> and see if you can get on my schedule. That's called a power move. <laughs> Instead of coffee, come help us package granola. <laughs> that, oh, that's even better. You get all these guys to do the work for you, so you can do that. All right, ladies, I I just think you're awesome. Will you tell people where to find out more about you? Yes, you can go to our website, which is granola 
granola.com. So just granola with the D.com. Or you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at granola.it. Granola.it. Okay. Annabelle and Lila Mae Skidmore. Why should somebody buy your granola? This is a quiz. Because we believe that healthy granola should taste amazing, whether you're gluten-free or not. But if you are gluten-free and are looking for fuel, this is the healthy and good-tasting snack for you. That's right. If you're a runner and you have food allergies, this is the granola for you. If you're a runner and you have food allergies, because that's your story, and that story sells a lot of granola. I'm telling you, I think you, I think you're onto something. I love that you, you're, you're thinking five, ten years down the road. I think you have everything it takes. You're wise, you're smart, you're ambitious. You have a great product. I think you're gonna make it. I'd bet on you. I'd bet on you. Well, thank, thank you. you. That, that means, means a lot. Fantastic conversation. Those conversations give me so much energy, I mean, and they're so far ahead. I mean, can you imagine being 17 and 20 years old and thinking like that? Uh, I know, I know they're, they're great young women, but whoever their parents are, you know, you got to take some credit for this. That, that just absolutely fantastic. So kudos to all of you. Kudos to the Skidmore family. Well, we talked about a lot. And at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. We were a little bit all over the place talking to uh, Annabelle and Lila May. But if you really want to get your business off the ground, the, the first thing that we talked about is a differentiator. What's the differentiator behind what you're doing? And, you know, with so many granolas on the market, we decided that the reason this granola exists is because gluten-free granola should taste amazing. That's what they believe. That's the core belief. That's going to make me want to taste it. You open a story loop in my mind, and I've got to buy the granola and taste it in order to find out if that, that open story loop is accurate. The next thing that we did was every, everybody who talks to me wants to tell their story. And I usually say, don't tell your story, invite the customer into a story. I don't know if you heard me, though. I completely contradicted that advice with, with Lila Mae and Annabelle. And I said, look, your story needs to be on the side of the packaging. However, it's not your story, really. It's the story that your customer is living happens to be the same as your backstory. And if your backstory is the same problem to solution journey that you want your customer to have, say it and say it everywhere you can, say it on your packaging. So, you know, if Annabelle says, Look, I'm a runner and I have a, a gluten allergy, but I wanted really clean fuel so I could feel fantastic during a run. I just couldn't find anything that tasted good, so I made something. And listen, if you're gluten-free and you're a runner and you want to feel fantastic, eat our granola. Try granola. You're going to love it. That's why we created it. It's why I created it. That story should be on the packaging in really small text because it's really a story of the product. How did this product come to be? Next, managing your time. And these ladies are asking the right questions. How do we manage our time? You manage your time by focusing on the highest return opportunities that you have. How do you make this company money? What's the most important thing? Focus on those for the first, it's really two to three hours, but these are students. So 90 minutes, it's going to be amazing what they can get done in 90 minutes every day. They can build a multi-million dollar company by the time Lila May graduates from college, uh, especially if they can get those subscriptions up. And then to gain more time, your best first hire is a virtual assistant who's managing your schedule and doing as many of the things that that assistant can do 
to keep you in your highest return opportunities. That's always your best first hire. Another thing in the plan of action that we talked about was subscription services. I like subscription services if they are at all possible because it's manna from heaven to cover the bulk of your overhead. If you can do that, that's really great. And then the next thing would be to niche down. Niche down in order to grow the company, niche down. Now you gotta escape that niche later. But niche down as fuel, as this is the fuel for runners who have gluten allergies. If this is the fuel for runners that have gluten allergies, they're going to do just fine. Now, are there lots of fuels for runners who have gluten? Yes, there is. But because they are calling themselves that and because so many people will identify with Annabelle's story, those runners are going to buy that granola. They're just going to do it. Well, I, I hope that helps you guys. I, I mean, that everything that I just said applies to a big business, a small business, a medium-sized business, a startup. Doesn't matter. Everything I said scales. And if you want to grow a business, these are just the laws of physics that you have to obey. Annabelle and Lila Mae Skidmore of Granola. What an inspiration you are and what a wonderful thing to talk to you. Uh, we wish you the absolute best. Go to Granola and buy, especially if you're a gluten-free runner, Let's go get it, all right? Let's go get it. All right. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you again next week.